Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bible with the Boys. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Uh, we're going to, uh, be reading the Bible, um, I guess as literature, uh, we're not religious, no one in the room is religious, we're gonna probably, we're gonna try to have someone religious maybe read with us sometime, that'd be fun, yeah. have a feature, a guest star. Yeah, there's but, probably uh, gonna be different people popping up each week for, uh, different, different parts. Yeah, uh, and, uh, we're just gonna try to read it as, as a book. There's a lot of, like, uh, atheist channels on YouTube, things like that, that read it and kind of joke about it. Our intention is not to make fun of it, or anything like that, it's just to read it as a book. A lot of people who don't know what happens in the Bible, religious people and non-religious people, so the goal is to, to find out what happens in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it's also worth noting, though, that we are a goofy group of people. So there's going to be goofs. And that's not to say, not, yeah. yeah. it's not supposed to be offensive. We aren't going to joke. They're just jokes. Yeah, they're Gaps. jokes. But they're not supposed to be offensive jokes. Yeah, we'll make fun of any book. It just happens to be the Bible right now. Yeah, and we also understand that, like, a lot of people do get a lot of stuff out of this book. And so we are not going to be closed-minded to what we may get from this book, because we understand a lot of people do. Absolutely, if, that's a great point, yeah. If you're religious too, uh, I'm going to try to be the voice of apologetics, the devil's advocate in the room full of non-believers, but I also don't believe, so I apologize if I poorly represent like what a Christian would say, uh, or something along those lines, but I'm going to try to, I'm, I, I've tried to research what a Christian would say for the most part on the big things that we'll talk about. Yeah, I think that brings us to a good point of doing some introductions. Yeah. You mentioned that you were... Not a Christian. Not a Christian. But? Not not a Christian. I'm open to changing my mind. Who is I? My name is Luke. Uh, I, Me and Lee, across the table, grew up in church. That's me. We, specifically East Texas, so the Bible Belt, if you're familiar. Um, non-denominational, but definitely not the kind of non-denominational most people are familiar with. Much less free-spirited. Um... We both, from like a pretty early age, stopped believing in it. 
continue to participate in it, but I feel like around the same time we both realized... Participated by force, I would say. Yeah. Um, I voluntarily participated in it for a while. Uh, Lee Lee jumped out early, but I'll let Lee talk about Lee when it's Lee's turn. Um, but yeah, I'm fam- I'm pretty familiar with the Bible. Uh, I I think it's an interesting and important book. Familiar with it? Don't believe it's true. I guess that brings me to me. I am Alex. Uh, Al. I grew up in uh, going going to the Unitarian Universalist Church. And in the religious education there, uh, we learned about like different groups' beliefs uh, each week, and so we got a little bit of a bunch. So I, had, I would I would say I have I like a, a a shallow but broad understanding of uh, different things, and I've read different parts of the Bible in in that as well as uh, different other churches that I've been to, um, just as a guest. And then also in school, but uh, that's about my experience with the Bible. Uh, my name is Lee. Uh, Luke did a brief introduction on me. Uh, yeah, we grew up uh, in church, and uh, I never, I never can remember enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> n- not, not to be critical of it, but. It was it was never my thing, and I knew that from an early age, and uh, continued to partic- participate for the sake of my parents, but dropped out as soon as I could. Okay, um, my name is Haley. I never grew up with any sort of religious tincture to my life at all. Um, my family kind of followed nice the idea. Yeah, thank you. Uh, sort of the idea of. Like, it comes down to a quote, which is basically, I would rather be in the mountains thinking about God than sitting in the church thinking about the mountains. So, no religious experience whatsoever. Just opinionated. All right. Well, shall we jump into this? Let's jump in. Starting yeah, in Genesis. Uh, just, just, just so you guys know, uh, for the most part, Luke and I, Alex, will be reading... Uh, the verses and stuff from the book just so that you guys can follow along hopefully a little bit better if you have your Bibles at home. And um, Alex, what kind, Bibles Bibles are are oh. what kind of Bibles are we reading here? What kind of Bibles are we going to be reading? Okay, well, so because Luke and I are going to be uh, trading off for different sections for this first chapter, uh, my Bible, at least that I have uh, this week, is the King James uh, Version. I've got the New International Version. Both pretty common ones. I have the New American Standard. Mm. I've got the Message here, here. translation. So that one's gonna be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Let me just give you a quick, quick little taste. Earth was a soup of nothingness. Ooh. So things to go over uh, before we jump into Genesis. Uh, Genesis means origin. Uh, the he- it's just the closest Hebrew translation they have to origin i probably could have googled the hebrew word for it i didn't um the reason genesis is important to christians is it's kind of foundational for understanding literally everything else in the bible uh most of the old testament is built off a genealogy that starts in genesis with adam and noah and eventually abraham um and uh the here's a fun fact uh genesis is directly referenced or quoted 200 times in the new testament 
So there's like a theological debate in the world of Christians as to whether or not Genesis is a mythology of creation or a direct account. But it can probably be argued that if you believe this book, you have to believe Genesis is real because it's referenced by other parts of the book that are divinely inspired. Uh, most people give Moses credit for writing Genesis. That obviously can never be confirmed, but Moses is given credit for it by Christians and most Jews. There's a little bit of debate around that that we might get into later. It's not super important. Uh, and then most people don't agree on the correct way to interpret what Genesis is about. Uh, some Jewish scholars has, have modernized interpretations and uh, even changed translations for it to suit like a modern scientific paradigm. Uh, but there's still obviously a lot of Christians and Jews that believe that it is literal in like how the world was created. Uh, it's also the last thing about it is it kind of shapes the worldview for basically all of Western religion, Muslims, Jews, and Christians all get most of their conservative values from this book, like laws regarding marriage uh, I've got a list here, actually. Marriage, um, where nations come from, where most languages come from, cosmic order, the origin of good and evil, a woman's role compared to a man, a man's role compared to a woman. Um, literally all of those things come from just Genesis, not Jesus. Uh, Jesus just references this book when he talks about them. So that's kind of, if you disagree with Genesis, you probably disagree with most things religious people who agree with Genesis believe. But yeah, that's that's just some stuff to talk about yeah. regarding Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Things to keep in mind. You want to kick it off? Uh, sure. <clears throat> All right. The creation. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The first day. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. The second day. And God said, let there be a firmament, firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And that's the uh, end of that, that section. All right. What you guys think? Are you convinced this is how the world is created yet? Absolutely. <laughs> I just want to give a really quick uh, <laughs> the message interpretation. Um, do you want to read the part in the first verse about God's spirit really quick? Just that quick little line. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And the message says... God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. 
which I don't find easier to understand, just as a side note. It's taking some uh, liberties <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with, the original, with the original definition verse. Would it, do, do you think it would be a good idea to have someone that uh, uses this book down here for a... Uh, Episodes so we absolutely. can possibly understand. Oh, the message. Book? Yeah, what yeah, they absolutely. what they get out of it. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess to make a brief case for why we have a copy of it to anyone wondering, uh, I knew it existed. It's really contentious as to whether or not it's a good or a bad translation, but most Christians like it because I guess it's a little easier to read. Not like not not like it's less confusing but like maybe you hear a little bit more of the voice of god through it because it's a little bit less like embellished than the uh king james version i think it's um, easier to read uh, my version seems to be taking the uh taking the more complex and like less used words and just replacing them with a little bit easier language to yeah to comprehend that's that's the that yeah that that's the, definitely the idea of it and then like the other side of the coin would be that it's could be in some cases so far from the original translation it's a bad translation sure which could be argued for any translation yeah really, but definitely yeah just as a side note about clear language by the way do we want to you know not to treat our viewers like they don't know anything but do we want to talk about <laughs> Yeah. For a minute, do we want to clarify Already making that enemies. language? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of them. Every single one of you. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just a difference that my my book has in it here. It doesn't have firmament? No, it just says sky. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, so, actually. Yeah. I did not know that it's about just, that translation. It's just interesting, you know, but I thought... Yeah, mine calls it expanse. Well, okay, so I can tell you why it says expanse. I can't tell you why it says sky. Um... <laughs> Mine also, I think mine also actually says expanse, but uh, yeah, mine says expanse. Go ahead. Do, but do, does, does, do your copies also say waters, that this expanse is dividing waters from waters? Yeah. Yeah. What are the yeah. waters in this case? Okay, so the basic picture that's painted here is that there is nothing but water. God comes along like on and, the earth. No, or, there is no in in the like universe. like imagine like a primordial soup. Yes, <laughs> there <laughs> of water soup. and earth, but not like planet Earth, like land. Okay, and God comes along and with his God powers gets some of the water over here and some of the water over here. And then later he gets the land all in one place. But right now he splits water number one and water number two. And in between them, he puts the firmament or the expanse or the sky. And the firmament is comes from the Hebrew word rakia, uh, rakia, which is uh, a dome. If someone tells you it's not a dome, they're full of it. But uh, it, or it could mean expanse. It's it's a metal, uh, a pounded sheet of metal. So the idea is that it's in, in its verb form, it would be to beat out metal into an expanse, um, into like a like a breastplate or a dome. Uh, so that's how you could get the translation expanse or the translation firmament dome. Um, what interesting wording. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's this is just describing uh, the world with a gigantic dome or over it, uh, and there's water on the other side of the dome. Space is water. Do we want to get into the the next part, the next or is there anything else in... Did we want to talk about light? Do we want to talk about dark? I've seen light before. I've seen dark before. <sighs> Have you? 
Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, I mean, tell, tell me more about this time that you saw the dark. Are we really going to do this right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we get light and dark. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we get out how it works. All right, Luke, you want to take, take it at nine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let the dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seeds in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants, uh, plants bearing seeds according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with the seeds, seed in, in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. I mean, it, seem, it seems like... like... Like this could be interpreted as as keeping like everything has has its own place that it works its yeah. own its own, its its own role um and in in a previous discussion we were we were we were talking about how these are kind of some ideas that we live by perhaps unknowingly in our everyday society where in customs we have we have stuff that stays in its own place yeah. in its own kind. Yeah. Because if it if it moved to other places, it's could have consequences that are unforeseen. I'm trying to think of something that explodes chemically, but I can't because I'm not smart enough to think of that that quickly. Magnesium to oxygen. Yes, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Everything explodes in oxygen. <laughs> oxygen is a good fuel. It is. Shout out to oxygen. Save it for the chemistry podcast, guys. <laughs> We have no. We bar- We should barely be doing this podcast. We should definitely not do a chemistry podcast. Yeah, I didn't pass chemistry. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So from I guess an apologetics standpoint on the kinds thing, uh, it's defined uh, by Christians, a generalizing term, but it's defined by Christians as things that breed with each other, pretty much. It's kind of like a family in the world of evolution. So a kind would be like how a German shepherd and a pit bull can make a baby. They're not the same thing, but they're of the same kind. So So kind is like kind of synonym for species? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It would be tough to to cross, cross a mushroom and a tree. Yeah. It would take a lot of oxygen. And it's a botany podcast now too. It would take a lot of biologists. So, it would stick around. A lot of biologists. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what a a Christian, Chris, Chris, I don't know, those those that group of people would say about that. It's also we were talking about this earlier, but it could it comes up in Leviticus again when they talk about like making sure you don't plant the same different seeds in the same field, which I guess could be like a survival thing. It might make sense to record something like that. I don't know. You you have a certain like grain that you know grows seasonally and you don't want to lose that grain. That is your people's grain you grow every year. You don't want to get it mixed up with that other grain over there. So you make sure you keep your kind separate. And like same thing with disease and and most like livestock, you would want to make sure you keep your kinds separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, I mean you know, they had to have some sort of idea of things that grew like weeds. So, like, 
dandelions. Like you that don't too. plant dandelions, but like if your dandelions get in a field of corn or something, they might kill the corn because they take all of the nutrients, and then you just yeah. have dandelions and no corn. Yeah, Did but then we... there, then there are also some plants that like they play off of each other and they they help. Yeah, they symbiotic relationship. That's true. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the fact that it only says seed bearing plants? Did we? Oh yeah. Did we want to talk about that a little bit? Because it does say grow all varieties of seed bearing plants. Every sort of fruit bearing tree. Yeah, so God only made things that make seeds and fruit. I mean right now at least. And you gotta wonder his definition of seed. Because Mm -hmm. like You're referring to plant sperm? Well I'm thinking about like mushrooms. Like we we would think of them as spores, but like Mm -hmm. are those also seeds? Well they probably wouldn't have known about Spores. Uh, like, if you were reading this from the perspective of like, I guess, this god not being a real god, and these people just kind of writing the story, they would not have known about spores. Asexual bacteria was post god. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Changed oh. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it must have been. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. It's the third day. Yeah. Okay. That's also kind of an interesting part, and in that in the earth brought forth grass, an herb-yielding seed after his kind, and the tree-yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. Wait, where are you reading this? So it's saying, kind of kind of like in the sense that I think we'll, we'll, we'll read in a second, God, that God made man in his own image, that, this would, that seeds and plants and trees yielding fruit were made in in his kind, after his kind. So, okay, maybe the implication then is that weeds are not of God. Anything that was not like... <laughs> as well actually, as asexual bacteria. <laughs> anything that he's not describing is not of God. It's of yeah. something else. Especially if he explicitly states that it is of him. That's, That's interesting. So mushrooms wouldn't... Might not necessarily be of his kind. Sorry, man. I'm not I'm not too broken up. Well, but. I <laughs> mean, you have to acknowledge the contradiction of if god is the ultimate creator who's creating the other things that's a good point i mean i i'm not i'm not trying to bring criticism in so soon but (laughs) no that is a really good point i did not think about that if these things are of his kind then there are things that are not of his kind and if there are who made them well, and I guess that doesn't mean he's not the ultimate creator, but that does imply another creator. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, shall we continue? Insane. Let's continue. Yeah. Let's not jump to conclusions. Mushrooms and asexual bacteria. Yeah, Those are currently on the not God list. <laughs> not of God. The fourth day. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to d- divide the day from the night and let them be be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. The fifth day, 
And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly, after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. The sixth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was made so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. There is so much to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. I think the, the thing that, that jumped out to me the most was toward the start where it said, uh, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs, and for seasons, and for days and years. God made astrology. I also yeah. think it's interesting that uh, it's clearly stated that things lived in the sea before they lived on land. Yeah, yeah, it does say that. Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life. Yes. Let the land Every, produce ev- living creatures. Which, to which the waters brought forth create... abundantly. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't create the living creatures that live on land. The land creates it. It's it's almost like there's this other creator that is not being mentioned by name, but is creating. <laughs> and and God wrote this, so he doesn't want to include. Well, or he, or <laughs> or even he did. It does say that he created what lives in the ocean, but then implies that what came on land was just after what he did in the ocean, yeah. which parallels to evolution. But and actually, this kind of goes yeah. along with this kind of goes along with the the Greek mythology understanding of. Oranos, the sky, which would be God in this sense, creating Gaia, which is the earth. And then the earth, Gaia created a lot of things and birthed a lot of things on the... Oh, yeah. A creator's creator kind of thing. Yes, yes. And like in this, it's the, the, the what, uh, we, yeah, this part, God created the great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind. After not God's kind, there on the yeah. on the earth, they they did the heavy lifting after they were created. That's strange. That does parallel pretty nice with evolution, which makes me wonder why I've never heard apologetics that say yeah Christianity and evolution do line up. Because I feel like you might be able to make a case that they yeah. Do. I mean, somebody who me somebody who does believe in evolution that that's an argument that has never been made to me, me and. Makes makes pretty good sense. Yeah, yeah I feel like right there, you yeah. could say, like, 
no god invented evolution they he created life in yeah the ocean i mean especially especially given at this point in time we don't have a very clear answer as to how life started in the ocean yeah but we do know that life came from the ocean onto land we do have solid evidence for that and the bible happens to line up with that settle with that nicely yeah i'm really surprised no one's ever maybe, maybe there's someone out there who says but that. Do uh, you guys have oh sorry go ahead to uh to make an unfortunate unfortunate problem with that he created plants before he created light which is kind of a bummer but <laughs> well no okay. we got did he no he didn't but he had light and darkness but he didn't have the light he didn't have yeah. day and night yet yeah he day did and... have light and darkness oh, okay. though well, okay day and night comes in the first in the first verse oh yeah yeah my bad no it's okay it's okay it was a great point right up until it wasn't yeah well, but try. he well, did he create the sun before it's, he created? Well, no, no, no. He had day and night before he had the sun and the moon. I'm okay. I'm rereading it. And it's uh, let there be light in the expanse of the heavens after uh, after he created the trees. So I guess there was That's no light interesting. in heaven. The first trees, three but... days, the first God three... stuff. He had reasons. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's like <laughs> here's an interesting thing that my translation says. I didn't hear you guys say it. Mine mentions mentions reptiles by name. Oh mm. shit! That's actually kind of yeah. That's... Yeah. So mine says um, they're se- they're foreshadowing. That's like intentionally added foreshadowing. Yeah. Mine <laughs> says cattle of all kinds, every sort of reptile and bug. Yeah, that's that feels like intentional foreshadowing. And there's also another interesting thing here that talks off that point about the 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 other creator that we're talking about creating the things in the ocean. Um, your guys' says something like multiply. It's a, when he's talking about uh, after the whales and the birds. Brought forth abundantly? No, uh, God saw that it was oh, good. Oh, God yeah, bless them. Be, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Mine, Mine says, says bang it out and make lots of babies. That's weird. That's way more wow. fun than being fruitful. It doesn't say that. <laughs> just really? so the record's clear <laughs> mine says prosper reproduce fill ocean so that kind of what yours says so be fruitful and multiply mine says prosper reproduce and fill ocean it's like a fill- checklist it's like it's like a it's like a <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting we're doing all those things we are prospering as a civilization. Oh, geez. More or less. As a civilization, not as I don't see you living in the water, though, Alex. We are reproducing, and we are, we are melting melting the, the, the ice. Melting the ice. Atlantis <laughs> is the promised land. Change my mind. <laughs> Maybe that is the most accurate okay. translation. Okay, well, okay. So on the topic of this other mystery creator we've invented... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh the very last <laughs> verse 26 this is the one we got to talk about then god said let us make man in our image in our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea the birds of the air over the livestock over all the earth and over all the creatures that move along the ground multiple let us gods there's an us. It's almost like creepy that there's an us. There's a few. We just found. We're like, wait, is there someone else in the room? <laughs> you might. It, is he referring? He hasn't created angels yet. Okay, so but I actually is it implied that angels are already around. And I ran into are that in the him, research, or? 
and there is a case that he has not made angels yet or that he so he specifically said this is what rules out the angels he specifically says let us make man in our image as far as we're aware the way angels are described later in the bible they look nothing like men um they look like some fucked up shit uh so the most christians would actually like christian apologetics say that it is not angels that he's referring to also angels are specifically designed to worship not like collude they don't discuss with god in fact god is separate from them entirely and like the in canon Mm -hmm. so it's not angels that's the point there's a lot of reasons it's not angels are angels kind of like god's oompa loompas yeah, but only, like imagine if uh, imagine if like when Willy Wonka walked by them, he just never said anything to him. He pretended like they weren't there. That's rude. Man, in a sense, I guess maybe Willy Wonka is more benevolent than well. <laughs> All right. Uh, we can talk about whether or not Willy Wonka is a better god than God <laughs> later. Yeah, maybe once we finish the book, we can. We can, we can have that talk. <laughs> maybe, maybe our second podcast can be Willy Wonka and the Cho- Chocolate Factory. Absolutely. And read it as a religion. Our second podcast is a chemistry podcast about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and there's some botany thrown in there, too. Yeah, we just make our right. herb candies. I either... Okay. Could you grab me a beer? Yes. Thank you so much. Beer me. That's four, four. beers. Four beers. Including you. Um... So, so either it, I never noticed this until you mentioned it, but the fact that it specifically refers to other things God has created doing creating, like the land producing the livestock, that could be the us, honestly. Mm-hmm. If there's like a thing that can create, that's something God does, and that could be in the image of Him. Um, normally, the argument is that it's a pantheon because at the time, what? This is the last of the beers. This is it? That's it. We got coffee. Wait, I don't get a beer? Here, you can have this beer. I'll take coffee. Here's got... No, it's fine. I'll go get a coffee. Anyway, our... 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 Our beer. Our beer. We share this beer Our beer. We are the creator. As God shared creation of man, we share this beer. Um, Yeah, to me, me that that kind of implies that there are are multiple of what God is. A ragtag gang of creators. (laughs) Yep. There was like a group of other gods that would never let them do their ideas. They're like, okay, what if I could like make this little dude with like four limbs and he's naked? No. (laughs) Well, or better yet, God created everything, and then it was like the sub creator's idea, like, oh, maybe we should create like people or something. And God was like, that's a good idea, and tried to take credit for it, but they rewrote the book of us and put us in. That, that like, really gently dips its toes into the paradox of who's God's God. The message. Yeah, what does the message say about this? Uh, the message has our in it. Okay. Which I was... Bold. Yeah, I was interested to hear. Uh, I do have human beings instead of man. So, That's very let us make neutral. human beings yeah. in They've our image. They've retconned the sexism out of the book. Yeah. Make them reflecting our nature. Um... But yeah, I I'm surprised at how different other things have been, but this is pretty much the same. That is weird. If there were if I were translating the Bible, uh, that'd be one of the first things I changed. What would you, you change it to? Luke's I, translation of the Bible he, in the link I guess. below. 
I will be making my own translation of the Bible, just so everybody knows. It's going to be way more fun. Luke's it's going to say, uh, the fishies are banging it out. <laughs> Can you just call it Luke's new, bi- new Bible? list that says, <laughs> prosper, reproduce, fill ocean. <laughs> and God said, fuck, lots. <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> Uh, oh, can I make one more quick uh, thing that I forgot to say? Yeah, go ahead. I do not have, and God said it was good. You don't? That's I like the have, best part of the Bible. I have, and there it was. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> you have that in, like every, in every verse. I like how the there Bible from the start reassures us that the fact that we are alive is good. It's like, yeah. oh, we live in constant <laughs> agony. And it's like, no, 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 it's good. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's good. Okay. Oh, yeah. God liked it. God liked what he did here. It's good. That actually is kind of interesting. Because Cause this isn't necessarily it was, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. only reason it's good is because he has to say it's good. None of the, if you explained all of this without the, and it was good, it'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. And there it is. I mean, there it is. I'm, I'm unsure how, like, how, how psychology in times with, like, less media and stuff worked, but I feel like if you're trying to persuade someone with a text reassuring them that everything is good and that things are good is a good way to do that. If I were a priest, which would be one of the most important people in like my society I lived in, it would be really smart for me to tell everyone the way things are is a good thing. We like this. Yeah. These people would be more calm. Yeah. It's like when you get home from a long day of elementary school and your mom asks, how was school today? And you just say, it was good. (laughs) It doesn't really mean anything, but it does answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it's like. There's an amount of things to unpack with that statement (laughs) on par with the entire so far that we've read. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we should just leave it unsaid. And there it was. All right. Well, it's worth mentioning before we move on that the whole us thing uh, is a debate. A Christian would say that it is Jesus and the Holy Spirit he's talking about because they have always been there. A not Christian would say that it is uh, the other gods because a case could be made that at the time of Moses, which is around the time this would have been written down instead of oral, um, they did believe other gods were real. They just thought their god was the biggest one. Um, so, and we'll see that later when Moses makes a snake out of his staff and the other Egyptian priests are also able to do the same thing. It's just Moses' snake is bigger. and uh, Naturally. There's, there's That's actually of... so sick. <laughs> that he has the biggest snake or that he has a snake staff? Just that the Bible acknowledges that like other there... people can do God shit. There was, in fact, a snake fight. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to get to this part. But yeah, we'll, we'll see it later where like throughout the, the Old Testament, there is other gods do stuff. They just don't do it as well as this god. So that, that, that could also be what it's referring to. Okay. You look like you're about to... Yeah, I don't know. That's... The implication that there is other gods, or that not even just an implication that there is other gods that can do things, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a big capital, like, this isn't, this isn't working, like, <laughs> capital, capital suspect, <laughs> yeah, well, like, imagine, I don't know, that's a big, that's a big turnoff, <laughs> imagine at their time in history, though, you're the little guy, they're Israel, they're like, 
They're the little guy surrounded by, like, the fucking Babylonians, the Assyrians. What better thing to tell your people than, look, they've got gods, but ours is the coolest. <laughs> Wouldn't that make sense to tell them? Sure, but it's not that time anymore. It's now. Sure. Yeah, okay. No, I knew that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and keep on reading after that, like... Kind of sad now. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was an unfortunate thing to stumble upon. <laughs> <laughs> so God created man in His own image. So we're we're singular again. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. God blessed them and said to them, "Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it." Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. That's it. We, we wanted to make that a small section because there's a lot there. Let me get out right at the gate. Get it. He created them male and female. God blessed them. Can we say it with me? Them? Prosper. Reproduce. <laughs> fill earth. <laughs> Fill Earth. Take charge. Says take charge. Whoa. Not subdue. He didn't tell the fish they could take, take charge. charge. <laughs> yeah, Those it's... dolphins have no permission to become <laughs> conscious. <laughs> maybe maybe they reeled it back a little bit in this new version because clearly we have already we've done all these things and it's like everyone knows we that don't need a, yeah. we it. don't need to say it like specifically. Guys, for the love of God, stop fracking. That's not subduing the earth. We're done. <laughs> We've got it. Yeah. But see, t- t- saying take charge is like, well, you know, it... do frack, but I mean, we don't need to be proud of it. <laughs> Mine goes further to say, be responsible for the fish in the sea and the birds in the air, for every living wow. thing that moves on the face of the earth. Th- this is really obviously, my, mine says take over planet earth and abuse it. Like, planet Earth is yours for the, for the taking. Yeah. Reap its resources. Yours says it's take our charge. responsibility to take care of it. Yeah. Which is a really weird... Yeah, mine says subdue it, too. <laughs> yeah, mine as well. Dick that Earth. You guys down. are but this... taking a really, like, dark connotation of subdue here. I think the definition of the word subdue is not the connotation that you're giving it right it now. It paints the image, to me, of human beings... Putting planet Earth in a latex BDSM. Outfit. I would like you to stop right now. <laughs> and whipping it with the paddle that says slut like on it. I would like you to stop right now. <laughs> I mean, yes. it is, it is, it is kind of interesting because I mean, I mean, mine, mine says multiply and replenish the Earth and subdue it, implying that humanity has the godlike power to create things to replenish the no, Earth. No, it means fertilizer. No. Yeah, and that could mean like do controlled yeah. burns and stuff and like. Make sure that it's like getting. Take care of it. You mean God like power to take care of the earth? Yeah. Yeah. That well, and that kind of yeah, that links back to whole like created in God's image. Like, what better thing to tell someone to do that you've made to take care of? Like, you would create a creator to maintain planet Earth. I, I to me, that's how like the created in God's image reads: is we are destroyers and creators and maintainers, and then God's. Next thing he tells us to do is to do those things. Like that's what that's what gods do. We really fucked up when we went to the moon. I agree. That was that was where we fell out of his favor. Yeah. Oh. Things have been Strong pretty bad since since we've said yeah. we did Strong that. Strong case to make. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John F. Kennedy. 
Is there a reason he was shot? Was it? Oh, God shot him. <laughs> God was like, oh yeah, by the end of this century? Okay. That. He shot Neil Armstrong, that. too. Harvey Oswald is somewhere like, yeah! I'm God! Yeah, I mean, uh, it does go back to singular. Uh, it's, it's worth mentioning. So it goes from the let us make him in our image, and now it's back to so God created man in his own image. Did you, did you okay, find any so... Christian opinions on that? I didn't. Uh, uh, the only opinion I found about it was that that's evidence that it is... Uh, so, like, if it's a trinity, they're all one. And so it's like a way of showing, like, oh, it is a trinity at the beginning, and then faking it out and being like, yeah, but we're all still one here in this sentence. Hmm. Okay. It's kind of a way of saying that he's like, that. he is different but the same. But Which is yeah, kind of like an Eastern idea. Sense. Let me it is, you yeah. this one, because mine is, mine is different, believe it or not. <laughs> mine says, God created human beings. He created them godlike. Oh shit! I, oh shit! I'm starting to like that translation. Yeah, yeah. It actually, that's an like interesting bit. It's too. really like it's almost not even Christian, but like it's like it reads as something a Christian would never say. Right. That's weird. But I I kind of like it in relation to the 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 more traditional ones. Yeah. Because having them both is like I I, I like the inter interplay. That's why I wanted to grab one, man. It gets that one. I knew I knew that one was gonna get weird. Everyone having different versions of the Bible is the way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay, yeah, that, that is super weird, and that's that's cool that there is a Christian out there that made that translation that interprets this part of the Bible as God made us to be gods. We're little gods. Because that's the way it reads to me. And I'm not... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it really depends on how you interpret the word like in that situation. It's, as no, it's one word. God-like. God-like. Oh, It's one word, God-like. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that de- depends on how you interpret it. As... The, the closest word I can think of is like demigod. Well, and it could mean demigod, but it could also mean just like God. Which I doubt that that's what they meant by that, but it could. It does. It could read like that. It's not off the table. Is just like God. Yeah. Weird. I I really I really like that part of the Bible though. We're we're not very far in. We've already hit my favorite part, so it's downhill from here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be some sick parts. <laughs> I heard there's some killing. There's other. There's uh oh. genocide. <laughs> People die in this. There is genocide. Oh my god. <laughs> Who well, dies? I don't know. We're gonna don't, find don't out. Don't give it away. I don't know. Spoiler. It's Jesus. I'm sorry. Oh, oh I'm what? So <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, there's other people that die. I didn't mean to spoil it that early. I can't believe you did that. <sighs> okay. Gonna have to re-record. Well, Jesus might not die in all of our translations. We'll keep reading. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Great point. <laughs> I like you're that. gonna love the plot twist. Oh. Let me tell you. Oh no! There's what a happens? plot twist at the end of this book, and you're gonna love it. Okay. 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 Let's not get into that. You know. Is it that way? It's at the end. I don't actually know where it is in the Bible. I think it's in four of the books. I'm not super sure. Let's keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) The giving of food. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree, in which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. To every beast of the earth and every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, 
I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Okay, can I start? Yeah, absolutely. I want to start yeah, with... I've got something right to say, yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I want to start with... Remember when you said it was so very good? Mm-hmm. Mine takes it a little bit further. Uh-oh. God looked over everything he had made. It was so good. So very good. <laughs> I like that. You read, the, you read the comma so well. <laughs> I saw the comma come out of your mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... <laughs> I just, I don't understand how somebody could be reading a different translation and think it could be better and added so, so very good. <laughs> like, yeah. God, I love those veggies. <laughs> you know what? God thought it was like a six. I'm thinking it's like a 13. I, I'm, I love veggies. <laughs> Seed bearing plants, man. Okay. So, oh, so very good. Conspiracy theory about the message. Yeah. The message was written by the creators of Veggie Tales. Whoa! All right, and there's like there's like subtext that inclines children and youth to be encouraged towards vegetables. Okay. okay. So yeah, back to the serious problems so, with this. I think that, well, I think that it is interesting that God implies that all, not only do we only eat vegetables, uh, which is true but that all beasts on the earth are supposed to eat vegetables as well when that's obviously not, not also the case. True. i'm gonna i'm gonna entirely disagree with you because okay. my translation takes it one step more fun uh-oh uh-oh my translation does not even imply that the plants are for beasts it just says the plants are for eating for humans it it, it, ex- it explicitly ordains humans are to be vegetarian do you, want, do you want to read that me, real yeah, quick? Let me read this. Um, then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. Yeah, I have a pretty close version it of that. It doesn't say we're supposed to eat meat. Mine, I, mine I says it. it shall be... Uh, or Let me start a little earlier. Uh, then God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of the earth and every tree which has fruit yielding seed. It shall be food for you. And to take every end to every beast on the earth. Mine does say that it's food for the beasts in the next verse, but it doesn't say the beasts are food for us, which I thought was interesting. Well, and it also couldn't. I don't think any of us said. Let me give you the messages version of this. The message is significantly shorter than everything you guys have. I have. Then God said, "I've given you every sort of seed-bearing plant on earth. I give whatever grows out of the ground for food." And there it was. Well, this could be interpreted as like sort of a, a, like, an understanding of the food chain, implying that all energy for living things does at some point come from vegetables. I'll say though that it 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 doesn't explicitly look in other cases, and we'll see this in chapter two. God explicitly states what we can and cannot do most of the time. Like what, what, why, the why and how, the kinds, all of that stuff. He seems very organized when he describes all of this. And it's weird to me 
that he does not say that the beasts are for eating. He calls them livestock on some occasions, but he doesn't ever explicitly say that they are for eating. Yeah, and what I what I find so strange about that in my version is that it refers to food as meat. It says that the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you it shall, shall be for meat. So it's speaking mm-hmm. to them as if the reader is already eating meat as a food. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. <laughs> or, or it's implying, though, that you're to feed that food to an animal, and then you eat the animal. But fruit is I, I think, kind of unusual. I, th- I think that it's... I, th- I think that it's saying that you sh- that God gave you the plants to eat. You may be eating meat. That is not the correct way. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. God. God says eat plants. It doesn't say meat is wrong, but it does say plants are for you from God. Yeah, I look forward to to us reading. I think in a in a later episode, possibly a very later episode, we're going to read the Essene Gospel of Peace, which mm, I yeah. which is is you know a supposed text from the Vatican that was uh, supposedly stolen by someone a uh, hundred years ago. Some people disagree. Uh, no. We're definitely going to read, like, uh, the Apocrypha, like, Catholic, the parts of the Catholic Bible, and also Dead Sea Scroll stuff. I'll try to figure out where this story of Lilith will best fit into Genesis, but I think it's going to be, like, probably right after Chapter 2. If not, it would have fit in really well after chapter one, but we'll, we, we're definitely going to read all of this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, God might have said we're supposed to be vegetarians. Uh, I don't know. He wasn't very clear about it. He was, he, he, <laughs> he was pretty clear about it. Well, that, he wasn't clear about it. It was, it, was like, it was like you having a pen and pencil in front of you and me saying, I got this pencil for you to write with. Only if you're God in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, yes. yeah. But but if God comes up to you and it's like, "Hey, I got you this thing for you to use." There's and these, you already have a pen that you're using. I got this one for you though. But you're yeah. speaking to a god? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But then there's the whole, you know, the beasts not eating meat either that is just kind of Well, either yeah. Either the beasts don't meet, eat meat either, which we know is not true. There is a lot of beasts on the earth that do have to eat meat either they weren't supposed to eat meat or we can eat meat it just has to come from the earth at some point Uh, your your assessment of like it being an interpretation of the food chain is probably the most accurate where these these people that wrote this god god wrote this yeah it's just saying everything comes from the earth and you need to understand that yeah like at one point a pit or like a, a deer eats grass but then you know, an antelope eats the grass, but the lion might eat the antelope. Yeah. You can eat the lion, it's just you gotta know that it came from the grass. Well, and I think either you have to interpret it as we aren't allowed to eat meat and neither is anything else, which we know is not true. Yeah. Or the food chain theory, I guess. I guess, yeah, I guess it's one or the other. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, that's the end of chapter one of Genesis, and uh, we'll probably be diving into chapter two next because they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, also, yeah, we, haven't, we haven't finished the week yet. Tickle and taint, if you will. Okay. The week? The week. The, uh, the seven-day week. Oh, I thought it was only six days. Does God make a seventh day next? How long have we been reading? That's this what book? I've heard. That's what I honestly am kind of assuming. Why would you spoil that? No, it's just an assumption, really, because. Okay. Our weeks. 
have seven days. All right, let's wrap this up. We'll jump into chapter two. Um, See you next episode. Adios. Yeah. Thank you for listening, all three listeners. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.